This is Nikki. This is Cassie. And this is Evolve Higher Podcast. What's up, Evolve Higher family? It's me. I'm back again with another solo episode. By the way, me is Nikki. I don't think Cass and I sound alike, but we recently had um, one of our awesome listeners posts, you know, a clip of something that I think it was something I said and she thought it was Cassie or it was something Cassie said and she thought it was me. I don't know. And we just thought it was so funny because we don't think we sound alike, but obviously that's because we're us and we know what the other one sounds like. Uh, But yes, it's Nikki. I am back in my daughter's room recording this podcast, and I don't know why I always just end up doing it in this room. It's probably because it's the happiest room in the house, and I love this time of night because my house is, like, clean. The the quiet is really nice. Like, it really sets the mood for podcasting, recording, and my baby safe and sound in her crib. It's just – it's a really – easy time of night for me to record and it's a nice relaxed feeling. Um, I know I've, I've probably mentioned it. I mean, I know I've mentioned it before that I don't really like to record or make any episodes unless I'm feeling really passionate about the topic. And I know that Cassie's the same way. We really don't, um, we were just talking about this actually the other week we were trying to figure out who's going to do not last week, but the week before that's because this is every other week, um, that week's podcast. And she just had an idea that came to her organically. And it was the authenticity one, which was so good. If you haven't listened, listen, it's so well put together. I think it's, I've probably said this before too, but I think it's my favorite episode she's done. It's so like well said, well spoken. It just feels, feels like a really, feels like a tiny, like, self-help book from an audible book or something almost. It's just really nice. Highly recommend listening to that. But she was really feeling that idea and it just made sense for her to record it then. And I wasn't feeling really passionate about any one topic. Um, So I don't put any pressure on myself to have something in mind so that we can take turns every other week or anything. We kind of just see what makes sense. And that's even with our joint episodes. And I think that's what makes it fun to record. And so hopefully fun for you guys all to listen to is knowing that whatever the topic is, it's something that wasn't forced and something that just organically came to us. I recently, I've always thought about this topic. This is something I've always kind of struggled with, to be honest. And I know that definitely comes from my people-pleasing addiction, if you will. I'm a recovering people-pleaser. I don't know where I got that from. I think it it's from Glennon Doyle or something. Um, shit, or maybe Brene Brown. I don't know. But I just, it resonates with me so much, a recovering people-pleaser. Um, so I know that's where this came from. But Anyway, I have always kind of struggled with the idea of being the bigger person. And 
not because I'm petty necessarily. I mean, I can be, I think everyone can be a little bit, but that's not what this is about. <laughs> I've always struggled with feeling like I'm too sensitive and too emotional. And when something upsets me or if someone upsets me to kind of get over it, because I'm probably being too sensitive about it. They probably didn't mean it like that. And so I should always just ding, 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 be the bigger person. And so I come back to this idea a lot, be the bigger person, just be the bigger person. And how often do we say that just as a part of our self-talk when we're dealing with a challenging person in our lives, or do we say it to other people, you know, in an encouraging way, hopefully, like, you know, just be the bigger person or you're being the bigger person, they're immature, you're being the bigger person. And so I actually looked up, like, where does that come from? The idea of being the bigger person. And I couldn't really find any legit sources. I mean, I didn't get too far into it. <laughs> um, but I couldn't really find anything specific other than just, you know, being the bigger person means that letting the smaller person think that, they have quote unquote one, whatever that is, the race, the argument, the prize, whatever it is, and you not feeling the need to outshine them or whatever. And like being okay with them thinking something that's not true, whatever the case is. And I mean, I don't necessarily disagree with that, but you know, yeah. But I think being the bigger person can be toxic. Stay with me. <laughs> um, I know that there's kind of this movement out right now. Maybe you haven't heard of it. I think it's an interesting movement, the toxic positivity. And I think that, I don't know what this particular thing would be categorized as, because obviously positivity is a good thing, but, and I'm not going to get super into it because that's toxic positivity is not what this episode is about, but, but to me, it makes sense because sometimes we mask feelings and things that need to be addressed with quote-unquote positivity. It'll all be better. Just be positive. Cheer up. Blah, blah, blah. It's not helpful, right? And and toxic positivity is a lot more layered than what I just explained, but I just don't want to get into it because, again, that's not what this episode is about. But I think kind of the same idea with, like, not necessarily killing the idea of being the bigger person, but re-examining what that actually means. And so next time we say that to someone or to ourselves, we really think about, well, what does that even mean? What the fuck does it mean to be the bigger person? Because, and this might not be true for everyone. I've seen it in a few cases though. It definitely rings true for me. So I feel like I can't be the only person on the planet that feels this way because I'm not that special. Is we dismiss our own feelings and or we allow toxic people to continue being toxic or we allow a shitty behavior to continue or we grow resentful because we're not directly speaking out what's bothering us um, or, you know, we're getting bullied, maybe whatever it is, and we're chalking it up to while well, I'm being the bigger person or, you know, if we feel frustrated that that's happening, but kind of... Um, 
thinking to ourselves, which is personally what I struggle with. I'm just being too sensitive. You know, I just need to, this person has a lot going on. I just need to be the bigger person. What that does is just completely invalidates and dismisses your own feelings. And I think being the bigger person can be, this is going to be such a poor example, but you know, if, if you're like, you know, an adult person, which I think everyone who's listening to this is hopefully, um, if you're a kid, go to bed, but (laughs) getting into like a physical fight with someone, okay. Just something completely immature or just irrational. Yeah. You need to be the bigger person and like walk away from that type of situation or dealing with people who kind of feed off of the reaction. I don't know if I would necessarily call that being the bigger person. The explanation when I looked it up of like letting that person think that they've won or they've, like I said, finished the race or they got what they wanted or thinking, you know, like thinking someone thinking that they're better than you and they have this like arrogance about them. Yeah. Be the bigger person and let them think that you don't need to be out here seeking validation or approval from them. But I think where we use it incorrectly is when we allow, like I said, toxic behavior to continue and shitty habits and um, not habits, excuse me, shitty cycles occur and reoccur in these relationships that we have. And that could be with your family. It could be with your friend. It could be with your boss. We allow that to continue and we say, well, I'm just being the bigger person. So personally, I, I've, I do this a lot. I do this a lot. And I had an experience that I've shared vaguely, which I'm going to continue to keep it vague. Um, I would one day like to share it, to be honest with you, but because of the people involved, it, it just doesn't make sense to bring up this whole situation and everything. But I did have an experience where, um, It was very unfair for me. I felt that I was definitely, I don't know, for lack of a better like term, ganged up on. Um, And it was one of those situations where I was kind of like just on my own island. Everyone, um, except for one person, was just creating this narrative um, about me that just wasn't true and whatever it it was it was a few years ago but it really spiraled um and so it came to like a face-to-face confrontation with all these people and it was it was truly just a really big misunderstanding um big misunderstanding along with someone perpetuating the fire, making it into a bigger deal than it was a thousand percent. There was a lack of empathy. There was zero empathy. There was zero compassion. Um, it was a lot of ego. There was a lot of ego and it was a vulnerable time in my life. And I, again, I really hate to keep it this vague with you guys because it would make a lot more sense if, um, if I could share the whole story and and maybe I will one day, but it, it kind of came to a head anyway, came to a head face to face. 
where I was confronted with all these people and there was no actual discussion. There was no apology. I did not perpetuate or start this, you know, argument or confrontation that ended up getting way too out of hand. I really didn't start it. It, you know, I did something out of my own, like on my own personal terms that didn't affect anyone at all. Um, and it, this person, you know, just got really upset. And then everyone sided with this one person because they also had the same views as this person, whatever it was, it wasn't, it, it got, you know, blown up into a way bigger deal than it needed to. And there was a lot of feelings, but like I said, a lack of empathy and I completely shut down. I did pop off right away. I apologized. I said one small thing. I apologized because I was like, this is not how you're going to solve this argument. And then I just shut down because I'm noticing all around me, there is yelling, there is attacking. No one was being heard. No one was being heard. It was a lot of just like throwing nasty, like accusations and I always try to be really intelligent in the way I record these podcasts like Cassie is, but it was a lot of dumbass bitch shit. <laughs> like, and that's not an intelligent way of putting it, but this is just how I talk. So I'm just keeping it real with you guys. It was just a big fucking fuckery of bullshit. It was dumbass bitch shit. And <laughs> my friend Sarah and I actually always... <laughs> always when we get, I think I've shared this before, when we like do something stupid, we're always like, oh man, I did some dumb bitch shit. So that's why I'm like laughing about it probably a lot more than you are right now. But anyway, um, there was no seeing eye to eye. And so I shut down and it was getting really long. It was getting really long. It was really drawn out. Feelings were heightened and nothing was getting solved. And I just wanted to go home. I just wanted to leave that situation at that point. And whenever we tried to leave, it was like, no, stay. Okay, well, let's talk about it fairly then. And it wasn't happening. So I was like, fuck, I just, I, I just want to go home. Like, this is not, nothing good is coming out of this situation. I really wanted to leave. And I, so I apologized. Someone in the situation got really emotional and I felt bad for this person, even though I just felt like this person, I felt like this person didn't, wasn't trying to be like mean. I felt like this person was just trying to defend who she was trying to defend for a reason. And maybe if I was this person, I would have kind of done the same thing or felt the same way. And um, things happen, people grow. I do really love and care about this person. So this isn't like an ongoing necessarily like thing. It is with a couple of people involved, not about the same situation, which I promise this is getting somewhere that makes sense. But basically this person got really emotional and upset and I felt bad. And so I said, you know what? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And then I made everybody else hug. I made everybody group hug and get over it and, and just end it. I just wanted it to end. It was really important to me, even in the height of all that, to have a good relationship with 
every one of the people that were there. It, it was important to me. And so I apologized. And since then, it's not something I think about every day. It was years ago. It, it's not something that, you know, I wake up every day, think about it, or, you know, before my head hits the pillow, I just think about it. It's not like that. But whenever something comes up with one of the people involved, I can't help but think about that day because it was kind of, it was, it was the big beginning to kind of what set off this, you know, relationship. So tying it all in with being the bigger person, I've always, this is going to sound so weird, but I've always regretted apologizing and I'm not personally apologizing is not hard for me saying I was wrong. isn't hard for me. I really genuinely don't have a problem with that. It's really easy for me to be like, Oh man, I messed up. I'm so sorry. Or I hurt your feelings. I'm so sorry. And I know sometimes people say that, but like, no, I really mean it. I, you could ask any of my friends and when I fuck up, I'm happy to apologize. Even if I don't think I fucked up, like if, if I hurt someone's feelings, I'm happy to apologize. I feel like that's the least you can do. Um, but for some reason in this particular situation, I have always regretted apologizing. And the reason for that, and it's probably not true, but the reason for that, it's, it's a lot of layers. One is like, I felt like by apologizing, instead of being the quote unquote bigger person, I feel like I made myself the smaller person because I feel, and, and I have a feeling actually that this isn't something anyone else involved in the situation thinks about. I, I actually know it. It doesn't. <laughs> but it's always bothered me because I feel like I didn't defend myself. I feel like I didn't hold my ground. I didn't set boundaries. And I didn't make it very clear what was what was really, I don't want to say important to me, but I mean, yeah, I guess just important to me. What mattered to me? The situation mattered to me. I value myself and my self-worth. I respect myself. And I felt like by apologizing, it's not that I didn't mean it because at that time, like I said, I did feel bad for the person that was feeling emotional. But at the same time, I felt like, okay, so all this shit on me, all this, quote, you know, kind of like attacking or whatever, to me happens. I don't get a voice. I don't get a say. I'm not being heard is what I mean. I'm not being heard. But I decide to be, quote unquote, the bigger person. And and it didn't make me feel any better. And I always felt like being the bigger person is supposed to make you feel better. But because I felt like I didn't stand my ground, I didn't assert the respect that I deserved and I didn't hold my boundary and stand firm in my boundary. I felt like I let myself down and it didn't make me feel better. I did not feel better apologizing in the moment. In that very exact moment, it felt good to apologize. Cause I was like, this is all coming to an end. I can go home now. You know, the rest of the drive home, I did not feel good. It was very short. It was a very short-lived, like, feel good. And I think I only felt good because I was like, okay, I can finally go home. This is over. But I remember I went home. I called my mom. And I was like, this was 
fucking crazy what just happened. I can't even wrap my brain around. And like I said, I don't think about this often because I've made my peace with the conflict of it. The conflict part of it does not bother me one bit. Me or us, whatever, and all these people have come a long way since then. Our relationship has evolved a lot. And so the conflict itself, I'm not sitting here like upset about that. But it's always bothered me that I apologize. And I feel like that sounds so funny. Like it sounds so weird because I've personally never heard anyone be like, I regret apologizing. (laughs) But it didn't make me feel better. I felt like I, I, and that's where my people pleasing comes in. I felt like I said that to end the conflict and it made everybody else feel better, slightly better, everyone but me. And things weren't perfect after that, but it did put an end to a lot of things because once you apologize, there isn't much else that can be said. This person apologized. I never received any sort of apology, not even a, I'm sorry that it got to this, nothing. I never received, you know, any sort of apology when I'm not the one that fueled this fire to begin with. And it was perpetuated by outside people, one person, I think in particular, But time and time again, when I find myself in a challenging situation with this person or when this person, you know, I'm feeling like having hard feelings towards this person, I wouldn't say every single time this comes back to me, but it comes back often where I'm like, Why did I apologize? And I don't, I know that whether I did or not, we would have the same issues that we do. You know, actually, I don't know that. I think maybe it would have changed some things. I don't know if it would, I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't know if it would be the same thing. Like, I I don't, I think it would be, I don't know if it would be a positive thing or a negative thing if I didn't apologize or, you know, I don't know if it would have even made a difference. I mean, I know it made a difference in the moment, but I always come back to this idea of me. And and I I was talking to my mom about it. I said, you know, I've always just regretted apologizing. And she was like, well, you shouldn't regret. You know, she's trying to make me feel better. I don't like resent her at all for this, but she's like, well, you shouldn't feel bad for, you know, apologizing because you were the bigger person you ended that conflict. You, you know, and I appreciate her saying that. And in a sense, like, yeah, it's true. But at what cost? Because basically what I did was stuffed my issues that was being completely unheard way down. And so this resentment is always just kind of like simmering. And so when this person challenges me, I have a hard time with them. It bubbles again. And then it kind of goes down back to a simmer. And then when I have a challenging situation with them, it bubbles up again. And I'm working on that. I'm figuring that out. When I'm in um, kind of a stressful-ish time in my life, it bothers me more than other times. You know, um, I haven't practiced my yoga, my spiritual rituals, my journaling, my movement practice. I haven't done all that as consistently as I usually do. And when I'm consistent in that practice... I definitely, it's not even a simmer. That resentment's really not even there. It's faded way in the back. But 
I would like to get to a point where I'm back in those practices so that I can keep that resentment away or dissolve it completely. That would be ideal. But at the same time, it is interesting to observe it. So I'm not saying don't be the bigger person. I'm not making this episode to say don't be the bigger person. I just want you to kind of reflect on what does that even mean in whatever situation you're in? I don't think being the bigger person is a bad thing. I think in some situations, yeah, be the bigger person. But I think it's important to think about what that means just in regards to the situation that you're in. So are you being the bigger person by not setting standards? Are you being the bigger person? Does does being the bigger person means that you have to step aside from your boundaries? Does that mean that you have to soften your ground? Does that mean that you have to sit down, shut up, and not be able to confront or comfortably voice your confrontations or problems? Does that mean that you feel disrespected and that you accept that? So I just, I want to challenge you to take time to reflect on that. Next time you think I need to be the bigger person, good. That's amazing that you even have the wherewithal, the awareness to think about that first. That's really taking yourself out of the ego, which is amazing. And I applaud that. Good for you. But I also want you to just think about what that means. Because I think in our society, it's like, and I think actually we're getting better at this too. But I think we default to just be the bigger person. And I just, sometimes being the quote unquote bigger person, and by that I mean dissolving your boundaries, softening your ground, not setting your standards, all of that can be easier because that's what I did to just snip the confrontation. But I believe that sometimes that can cause resentment deep down. And obviously, I don't have to tell you why that's not good. It does affect your relationships down the line, especially if it's someone that has continued to stay in your life. And that's what I've been sitting with lately. That's what I've been journaling on. That's what I've been grappling with. I don't think that the answer here is for me to take back my apology. To be honest with you, I don't even think it's worth me bringing any of this up to the person involved or anything like that because it's not really about this situation. I'm not resentful of this situation necessarily. Really, I'm more upset with myself for, like I said, apologizing, which again, just sounds funny to me. I've never regretted an I've never regretted an apology. But I'll leave you with that. I'll leave you with this idea of next time you think you're being too sensitive and or you know, you just gotta be the bigger person. Yes, soften, be empathetic, be compassionate, show love, have forgiveness, practice grace, but stand your ground know your worth, know your value, respect yourself, set standards, and always, always keep your boundaries firm. Those are not to be negotiated with. Next time you think, I should be the bigger person. 
This was a Nikki mini episode, mini-ish episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you relate. I hope it resonates. I'd love to hear what you think. Uh, you can DM us on Instagram at Evolve Higher um, or DM me directly to my account at Nikki Reese underscore on Instagram if you feel like sharing. I truly love connecting with you guys on these topics. So shoot me a message, shoot us a message, leave a comment, um, and let me know what you thought about this episode. It's Wednesday night. It's hump day. I hope that by the time you listen to this Thursday morning, or if you listen to this on the weekend, whenever you choose to listen, you are feeling at peace with yourself and your decisions. And if you're not, I hope you have the grace to let those feelings sit with you and observe them. And if you feel like it, maybe share them with someone. I love you guys. Thank you for listening and have a wonderful day.